Guys, when I need stencils, I use Stencil Plus. They make all my stencils. They have the lowest price guaranteed with free shipping on all orders over 50 bucks, and they will make you a free company logo stencil. Free. They're very active on social media. They're always interacting. There's thousands of stencils to choose from that they already have, and they can create anything, any stencil that you need. They listen to us as the customers for what we want, and that's very important to me and my company. The other big thing is listeners of BB get 10% off their entire order when they use the code BB10 at checkout online. So if you put an order in for a thousand bucks and you use BB10, you're going to get a hundred bucks off your order. Crazy. Check them out on all social media platforms. They're very active, like I said, on all social media and will interact with you. Or you can go to stencilplus.com, check them out and put it in order. If you need spray tips, I know the hookup. Liberty Supply. Liberty Supply is family owned and operated. Every time you call, one of the owners answers the phone and that owner fills your order. Making spray tips is their craft, but customer service is their passion. They've been serving the asphalt industry for over 29 years, but they don't just do spray tips. They also have an extensive product line to accommodate nearly any and all tool needs that we in the asphalt industry could need. And not only that, it gets to you in a hurry. They package it up, the owners package it up, and send it to you from the top down. Information is knowledge, knowledge is power, and the guys at Liberty are listening to the podcast and us so that they can keep gaining knowledge on what we want and need. If you want a free catalog, call Sam at 800-397-9907 or visit www.libertysupply.biz. That's libertysupply.biz. And I'm glad to announce that we have a coffee sponsor for the podcast. Brouhaha Roasters is a small batch artisan coffee roaster dedicated to providing the freshest roast. This company was started by three guys who love coffee, they're friends, and they always want to find the perfect blend, and that's what brought them together. Matt Snow, Pat Mahoney, and Aaron Halverson live in River Valley area where we live. And in addition to being brouhaha craft roasters, they're educators, coaches, technology consultants, band directors, creating a diverse blend of life and roasting. I know these guys personally. I drink the coffee personally. They're right next door, the next town over in Spring Green, Wisconsin. And I personally like Bucks and Blend the best, but they have many, many more flavors. Good Sumatran, Whirling Dervish. If you go online to the website, brouhaharoasters.com, you can get free shipping on all orders over 30 bucks. You can also sign up for a coffee subscription. I'd be sure to try to check these guys out if I were you on Instagram at Bruhaha Roasters and on Facebook at Bruhaha Roasters. I do want to mention their website one more time because they have a 10% off code for all Bruhaha coffee, and the code is Blacktop Banter. And you can find that again at BrewhahaRoasters.com. That's B-R-E-W-H-A-H-A-R-O-A-S-T-E-R-S.com. I get asked a lot about our Rye 30 crack sealant melter. It's been a game changer for us. RhinoWorks designs and manufactures portable crack sealing equipment, and they're the first in our industry to do it with an internal burner. The products they make melt rubber faster, they use less fuel, and they nearly eliminate flameouts, and I can vouch for all those points. They're a proud company, and they take pride in the products being built on the contractor feedback. 
I gave them feedback. They used it, honestly, truthfully. They're on social media, so you can check them out, and they will interact with us as contractors. The safety, reliability, and production increases are enough that anybody should check them out if they're looking to upgrade or replace a unit. The units are easy to use. You can check them out at rhinoworks.com. That's R-Y-N-O-W-O-R-X.com. Or you can check out a video of Lee and I at the Rhino Works booth checking out the Elite this year at National Pavement Expo on the Blacktop Banter YouTube channel. All right, let's get going with the podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to Blacktop Banter. This is episode 15. I hope everyone's doing well out there. Been a lot going on, been kind of crazy, I know, uh, with what we got going on here in the country, but we're rolling ahead here, and we hope you are too. First thing, shout out, I want to shout out Cody Van Horn. See that dude tagging me in a bunch of stuff, and he's always commenting in some of the groups and different things, so... I got to give that guy some props, definitely for engaging with everybody. And uh, he posts some funny stuff sometimes, especially in the comment section. So shout out to Cody Van Horn. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, the giveaway. Yeah. So um, the giveaway is going this month. And for the video, I'm showing a hat from MBW. Um, let's see what else. We got an ice scraper from Permapatch. Let's see what else is in here. This box is ready to go some brouhaha pump and grind coffee um, some tips from liberty supply there's a lot of stuff in there yet so two ways to qualify for the giveaway one is subscribe to the blacktop banter youtube channel and the other is to share the podcast the link to the podcast to spotify or apple podcast itunes however you want to call it um, share that and then tag us in it and you will be entered to win so you know, you can do that. You can go to our website and check out the podcast from there. The website's blacktopbanter.com. Uh, shout out to 28 Circles and Jason for putting that together for us. Really appreciate that guy. So I had somebody, Cody, actually, I believe, ask me about going over what we do with our estimates. So I have a feeling it's the topic we were talking about was residential versus commercial. And today I'm going out, we're giving a pile of estimates and I thought I should go ahead and do, I haven't done like just a personal me podcast for a while because we've had plenty of guests being as it's quarantine time for a lot of people. So I've been lucky enough to have a lot of guests kind of line up and do some stuff and uh, take some of that burden off. So I really appreciate that. But let's get started. I'll give you my experience at Wisco with sales and estimates and things like that. So uh, when I first started, we had nothing. We started from scratch. So I would go out and hustle and try to, you know, see if somebody wanted to get something done. But at the same time, as soon as I would get any money, any kind of income, we were in the newspaper. That was kind of my, my big first kind of marketing expense was the newspaper and things like that. And once we got some calls, we would get one, and then if I got that one, I would try to go to the neighbors and hand out a flyer and say, hey, we're doing this one. Would you like us to do this one? And that's how it started with sales. 
and then slowly I got onto the radio and then when social media hit, of course, you guys know that I'm a big proponent of social media. And once that hit and we were able to show people our work, what we can do, and that we were very transparent as a company, it really took off. And then my experience from probably eight years of having to drum up work to then being able to just get calls and go out uh, helped me really sharpen my sales skills because I'd seen a lot of different people and done a lot of different things. But when we started to get into the commercial side, uh, you know, I would try to figure out the best way to land commercial clients. And I went to a lot of mentors, but then also I wanted to drum up those commercial clients and we can do that through LinkedIn decently now, but I still use some of my old tactics and I want to kind of share with you guys one of my tactics, I guess, for, I'll get into the residential stuff, you know, versus the commercial, but I don't want to skip this tactic. And I use this tactic from my friend, Brian Ring. I'm holding up a, uh, not a folder, I guess, a, a envelope, a manila envelope. And this is the, you know, the manila envelope tactic. Uh, I dubbed it that, but my friend, Brian owns a, landscaping and lawn care industry over in Minnesota. And he said, when I want to do those commercial accounts, he's like, what I do is I'll go to the property. I'll use Google earth, get the square footage, whatever I need to get. I'll go to the property, give it an assessment without being requested. You know, he's, he's doing this parking on the curb, checking everything out, not going on to the property physically or anything like that or, or anything like that. But yet, still trying to make sure that he's going out doing what he should do as far as scoping out the area, the project, the size, anything like that. And he also pre did the square footage, you know, prefigured the square footage on Google earth. So he knew what he was doing. Then he would put his business information in there, references, whatever, and put this file together, put it inside the manila envelope, address it to the property manager, even though you didn't know who the property manager was, you could put property manager or um, decision maker, whatever you want to put on the envelope with your seal, your stamp, whatever on the corner. And then I would go into the office and just hand that there and say, my name is Marvin. We did an assessment uh, on the property from Google earth. And we believe we have plenty of value to deliver please give this to the property manager or the maintenance manager or whoever. And we just sat it there. And I would say once that started to happen, we didn't get a lot right away, but you don't need a whole lot when you're just starting. Just a couple is decent. And a lot of times I would get calls and say, you know, this looks great. We never even thought about this. Can you come out and meet? And then you'd be able to go meet on the property and actually walk the property and, uh, and go from there. So that's what we did. A lot of times you could just pull through the parking lot and give an evaluation because you already knew the square footage from Google earth, hopefully. And if you didn't, even if you didn't know the square footage, you could still put that packet together and drop it off and just say, Hey, uh, this is for the property manager. And um, that was it. And that's what we did with our stuff right away. And it works and it still works. We'll still do that on some properties. If I know I want that property, I will go ahead and try to get it that way. So, the other thing that Cody mentioned in one of the posts was um, written estimates versus 
an emailed estimate, you know, or something like that file where you really put something professional together and send it close rates on written versus that email. Well, on residential, yes, of course, you're going to have a better close rate on written ones because you can write it right there. It's a homeowner. They don't really want to have to hassle with going to the email, viewing the estimate, emailing you back and doing that. Most of the time they've had customers or I mean contractors, if they're getting multiple bids, just write them an estimate on the spot. And they know in their mind what prices kind of are, what they're looking for. If you can come up with that and write it on the spot, a lot of times on the spot, if, you're, if your business has what they are looking for, then they'll give you the job on the spot. You know, you'll get a higher close rate it, just because maybe they don't want to mess with the email. Maybe they don't check your email that often. Maybe they don't, they don't, maybe it goes to spam folder, who knows? But on the residential, if they're there, even if they're not there, I still write an estimate most of the time and tuck it in their door or just let them know I'm going to set it somewhere or I'll call them afterwards and say, Hey, I sat it here just inside your garage door or wherever. And I've still write uh, for residential, unless it's a really big residential project. And I know the owner is a business person that would kind of prefer that they get it through email or something like that. I'll do a handwritten estimate that we have. I don't have that right in front of me. That's in the truck. Unfortunately, I would show that to the camera too as well, but it has everything that our written estimate or our email estimate has only we write things out on there as far as um, cleaning, edging, seal coating, crack sealing, patching, whatever it would need. Uh, we write it out versus just type it in on the itemized list that's on our email estimates. And we use Joist still for email estimates. I've checked a lot of other ones out, but our database is in Joist right now. So we just stick with it and use it. And then um, it actually will convert over with our QuickBooks if we want it to. So that's just how we use it. That's what we do right now. I know there's some big ones out there. I was talking with somebody last night about some of the bigger companies that do do, do all encompassing kind of things, but um, we don't use one. We're, we're still small scale. So we still use that in my mind, I guess we're small scale, but um, that's what we use. We use Joyce and uh, we email them. Now, if I'm going to a commercial property, obviously other contractors are probably going to be bidding on this project. So I want our estimate and our best foot forward to be as professional as possible. Now, if I have just a invoice pad or uh, even one of our written invoices where it's scribbled all over, I don't have the best penmanship, you know, and we just write it on the spot and hand them that there without being presented in a professional way. I believe that's a detriment to our chances. So there's been times when I've put an estimate together, even with our drone and took our drone and made an aerial, you know, aerial footage of us doing an assessment and just an overview of the property and then took that disc and, and just put it on a DVD disc or um, what did we use? Or, or I guess I gave the SD card, the small SD card sometimes, put that in a, a, a clip and gave that to the customers. So we'll present that with them. At, we'll present that with them, geez Louise. We will present that with our assessment, all of our information for our business, our estimate, all of our information on the products we use, very detailed, whatever other details they want. Sometimes pictures are included as well of problem areas. 
that all goes into a file and we'll send that if they want it sent. Otherwise we can email everything too as well. And sometimes I'll do both. So I'll make two touches. I will email everything to them, wait a day. And then at that same time that I email, I will mail the manila envelope with everything in it as well. So a few days later, they get that as well. Something they can touch and, and feel. And uh, I don't take the pressure off. If they open that door for us to get in there, I want to be as professional as possible. But also, I don't want to just throw the bid and say, well, hopefully they give it to us. I want them to know that we want to do the project. So um, let me see what other tips do we have for that one. So the other thing is I like to talk to people that have experienced different things like this before. And if you've networked very well and you'll, you don't necessarily have to have a mentor, but you can have somebody that you can go to advice for. And that might be different in different areas. You know, some places are different down South. People have a different culture than we have up here, maybe, or maybe that area has a different culture. Maybe they want to be talked to a different way or wooed a different way. But where we are, if there's a big project and I know somebody did a big project um, and they're friends of mine, it doesn't necessarily have to be within the asphalt industry. You could have uh, somebody that does huge landscaping projects and maybe they worked for that company before. So if they worked for that company before, you could go in and ask them, hey, how did you do this? How did you seal the deal? Remember that old hashtag? How did you, how did you seal the deal with these guys? Can you help us out? And that has worked out in our favor as well. And I believe those tactics combined when it comes to commercial stuff, commercial projects, commercial estimates really help out. And that's kind of the MO that we use right now. We're about 50, 50 people ask me that, you know, what percentage are, I'd say we're about 50, 50. And um, we used to be mainly residential. It switched and got more towards commercial. I actually one, I'd say one year we were about 75 to 80% commercial and now it's scaled back. I don't know if that's because of um, the way things are going on or just that we push more for the residential side and the word of mouth residential wise is spreading about us. But those are the, that's what we do when it comes to our estimates. And that's the experience that we've had with our estimates and estimating. And that's still how I do it. Even if I'm not the one estimating, that's still our process. We know going in what kind of project we're looking at. If it's going to, listen, where we are, we're pretty rural. If it's a couple hundred dollar project, they're not signing a contract with me. Uh, you know, we just, we give them an estimate. And if they say yes, we do the project and we hand them a written invoice. It's not that big of a deal for me. I still, I know we don't handshake now because of all this stuff, but quote, air quote, handshake deals. Yeah, we, we still uh, did those and still do do those. If somebody tells us that they want to get something done, we just go ahead and say, yeah, okay, we'll be there to take care of it and, and get it taken care of for you. And when it's done, we leave an invoice with our mailing address. And sometimes they cut us a check on the spot and then sometimes they'll mail it. And once in a blue moon here where we are, people will pay by credit card. That's not a huge thing here. I know I've been getting asked that question a lot where we are, people still write checks a lot. This is considered a bill for them. So the, a lot of people still write checks for bills here. There's not a lot of, uh, you know, automatic withdrawals and stuff like that where we are yet. It's catching up. A lot of that stuff's catching up and we're prepared for it. 
but we want to have our customers be comfortable. I don't want to force them into using a credit card if they don't want to. So unless they ask me how, you know, we just say, Hey, you can mail the check here. And that's what they do is mail the check. So if they ask for credit card, then we pull out the square unit and they pay by that. So even with the big businesses, some of them will mail us a check and probably 25% of them will use a card and we invoice everything through square. So that's how we do that as far as payments and things like that, which I guess is kind of crazy from what I've gathered through my messages lately. Most people think that, you know, that's backwards. That's the reverse. So where we are, maybe we're backwards and reverse, but that's the way it's been working. So today I'm going out to give some estimates for asphalt paving. Um, the guy, hashtag don't say um, the guy that we're doing a big estimate for lives probably three to four hours away from us. It's for a mobile home park. And obviously I'm going to have to mail him some information. I can't even, you know, I can scan documents and email him and have a bunch of attachments, but I want to email him the estimate and how things look, but then also want to send him that folder as well so that we have a second round of interaction. And I know that that touch might not be being put in place by any competitors that may be bidding on that project as well. So I want to do everything that we can do to be the most knowledgeable and appear to want this project more than anybody else, not desperately, but just because we know what we can do and what kind of value we can bring. And that goes out with everything that I say and what we do when it comes to estimating projects like that. So just to review uh, for us, written estimates versus email estimates, written estimates for our residential stuff, 95% of the time. And then email estimates versus written estimates, we do email estimates or mailed estimates with information 95% of the time, almost 100% of the time for our commercial. I, I can't imagine that I would write out a written estimate for any kind of commercial project. So uh, yeah, and even if we, most businesses or anything commercial has an email, unless it's a really small rinky dink, like a bait shop or something like that, even then I will probably go home, make the estimate on Joyce, put everything in the folder and mail them that information rather than write one and try to hand it, but I might. So I don't want to say that I won't. So I want you guys to remember that if you have any questions on the manila envelope tactic, just message me and I'll give you an example of what we put in there, how our estimates look and things like that. Uh, you can message me through Instagram at blacktop banter or at Wiscoat LLC, or you can message me through Facebook, Wiscoat asphalt maintenance or blacktop banter on Facebook. You can email me blacktopbanter at gmail.com if you want to email or you can call me too. I'm sure you guys can find my number somewhere, but it's harder to get me through Wiscoat than it is blacktop banter. I take care of everything blacktop banter personally. So if you want to message me, if you want to talk to me, go through blacktop banter, you'll find me there quicker and faster and more personal right there. So there we go. That's it. I just want to say once again, thanks to the sponsors. I hope you guys sign up for the giveaway. I'm going to be doing some videos once we get out here. There'll be more videos going into Wiscoat. It's going to be more for Wiscoat stuff. But all the things that people have asked me to make videos about over the years, 
I'm going to try to make them this year for the Blacktop Banter YouTube channel. So if you follow the Wiscoat YouTube channel, hoping for those things, you may want to follow the Blacktop Banter YouTube channel because you might find some stuff on there. I'm not blanket posting everything on all my outlets. Some stuff is only designed for certain social media, including YouTube. So thanks a lot. Hope you guys enjoy the podcast. I really appreciate all the love that I'm getting. It's, it's kind of wild and I'm, I'm really enjoying some of the opportunities that are coming because of it. And I hope you guys are enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. We have some more guests coming up, some bigger names that people have seen, some smaller names that I know are gems that some people might not know. And I'm really going to try to get some people from outside of the asphalt industry to give us some perspective business-wise on things that they do with their businesses. And maybe that'll help shake things up a little bit and let us look at things from a different angle. I want you to seal it, pave it, stripe it, and kill it. Peace. So I'm sure you guys have seen the 1-800 blacktop number plastered on the side of my pickup truck lately. That number comes from the 800 pavement network. That network is made up of over 200 leading pavement contractors throughout the U.S. and Canada who combined generate over a billion dollars in sales. You could join now if you'd like. You can get your own exclusive number, the rights to it, and it can help you grow your business. What you get from the 800 Payment Network is the most powerful, memorable, and effective marketing number tool in the industry. All the calls that go to that number go directly to you. You get the rights to the brand, and you can display your number however you like. You become eligible for the national account work through U.S. Payment Services. The 800 Payment Network has awarded over $125 million in national work to its members and is constantly giving out more and more projects to the members. You get exclusive access to all the network events, and you get the opportunity to learn and grow from companies like yours. Check them out on Instagram at 800 Payment Network and online at 1-800-Pavement.com. Guys, if you want to bump your sales or operations of your company, I recommend you check out Top Contractor School. They offer different levels of live coaching in sales mentorship and operations mentorship, They also have virtual training with monthly elite memberships or annual elite memberships. They include a private Facebook group, downloads for reference material, and two 30 to 45 minutes conference calls per month, and much more. I've been part of the conference calls. The nice thing about those, not only do you get the coaching and the insight from top contractor school, but you also get to network with other contractors, develop relationships with them, which also leads to more insight and more success. Check out the Facebook page for Top Contractor School. Check out the Instagram page at Top Contractor School. And check out topcontractorschool.com. Right now they have a code if you're a veteran for 50% off all training products. The code is VETS50, B-E-T-S 50. Check them out.